The Bible says there that God has given us shepherds after his own heart who will feed us. This morning we're going to be not just listening, but we are going to be eating. Amen? Eating from the mouthpiece of God. Eating wholesome spiritual food. Amen? It is natural food that builds strong muscles. It is natural food that even causes your skin to shine. I remember when myself and Nicholas had a, had a dog, a uh, poodle bull. He's gone to be with the Lord now. <laughs> uh, um, and, and when he was younger, you know, we, we fed him some good food. And he grew very strong. And you could see even in his coat how it shined. And then as time went on, um, he started eating of the house food. And pastor would give him nice cake and things like that. And then, and then you could see in his coat certain things change. And um, his bones wasn't as strong anymore, but he was very lazy also. But when we gave him the nice, wholesome, but the wholesome food was expensive. It was veterinary food. That you pay 300 rand, five, 600 rand. But the, the pick and pay, no name, is just 100 rand, you know, and that type of thing. The, the, the pellets. But when you give him the wholesome food, you see his eyes look different. His skin is nice, shining, and he's, he has more energy in him, even on the walks. But hallelujah, we are not dogs. <laughs> we are children of God, and the food that we are receiving is expensive food that, that has come prepared for years and years. And, and if you can just feed off what pastor is feeding us, because he's a shepherd after, after God's heart who is feeding us with knowledge and with understanding. Amen? And you will even see it in your walk with the Lord. You will see it in your skin. You will look different. The, the Bible speaks about oil that makes your face shine. And it speaks about oil that even says the virgins are attracted to you. So even the word can make you attractive as well. But if you don't have the word in you, then you become unattractive. And so, and so this morning... We are going to not just listen, but we are going to eat from the word that our pastor is going to share. Amen? Then I will give you shepherds after my own heart who will feed you with knowledge and with understanding. Amen? And so, and before our pastor comes to share with us, I'm going to quickly call our first lady, Lady Pastor Letitia, to come and greet you, to come and, and make you feel welcome. Amen? Put your hands together for LP. Amen. Praise God. We are so happy and we are so delighted to be in the presence of the Lord. Our second day of our loyalty camp. Hasn't it been powerful? We are here on the second day under the theme, destroying the snake's venom of disloyalty. And having said that, we are building a loving and a safe church. Isn't that powerful? Amen. So we're excited to hear what the man of God has to say, the general. You are all so welcome in the presence of the Lord. Give yourselves a beautiful applause. Amen. Let us listen attentively. Let us make up our hearts by faith to do everything that God requires of us. Amen. So today we're going to have two sessions. 
Pastor will take now the first session and obviously the, the last session as well. And then after the first session, we will have a break and you'll be able to enjoy some beautiful coffee. Are you enjoying the coffee? Hallelujah. And you are also able to buy a hot dog and we've got some lovely donuts on sale as well. So just yeah, put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. And be expectant as we're busy building strong muscles and healthy teeth because of the solid word that we'll be receiving. Amen. Thank you. God bless. Amen. You know, as, a, as I'm sitting there, I'm just thinking, you know, the, the foundation of anything is so important. And, and disloyalty, as we said before, is the foundation of Satan's ministry. But we are, we are building something very powerful. And this session that we are enjoying is, is a mysterious thing. You will understand in the next couple of years what, what this type of foundation laying has done. Amen. You will only understand in the next five years how important it is and it was to be here. And so if you are excited and if you, if you love the Lord, if you love our pastor, please stand on your feet and put your hands together for Pastor Edgar Michaels as he comes to share. Amen. Hallelujah. Make some noise. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. All may change, but Jesus never. Amen. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. We're so blessed. Uh, our second day of our in-house camp. And we'll have some more of this in the near future to the glory of God. We're building a mega church and a strong church to the glory of God. But anything that God is building, the devil wants to destroy. Okay, so we are building a military might, a mighty army for the living God. Uh, army tells you there are enemies that we need to conquer and be aware of and fight all the time. It's nothing if the enemy comes from the outside, but it's a terrible thing when the enemy is inside. Do you agree? Yes. It's a terrible thing when the enemy is among us. What a shock. Okay, Judas was among the Lord's inner circle. And he missed out on uh, having a... Uh, 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 a better place in history. The Bible says, if you read the end of the Bible in the Revelations, there will be 12 foundations and there will be 12 gates to the New Jerusalem. And every disciple's name will be on those gates. Judas missed all of that. That his name could have been on the gates of the New Jerusalem. You won't 
know what you are missing out if you don't, if you are not faithful and loyal to where God has placed you in our church to the glory of God. Amen. Yes. So, I let me just two things. Firstly, the offering I ask of you to give to myself. I think I'll have to change my mind in the light of that uh, it's Father's Day and then there is our um, stirring up the gift the end of this month and a few other things that demands a lot of money from you. But it doesn't mean that you cannot give. Where is that red box? I would like you to put the red box on our table there and then after... Or, uh, yes, and after, during the break, you're free to put in anything there to the teaching and the pastor. Praise the Lord. But that's in the light of that you're going to give a lot in other areas. We will do a full kind of offering for the man of God at the other time. But you are free to put in that red box that will be on our table here in front. Praise the Lord. The second thing I need to say to you, you were not here yesterday if it was for a flimsy and a very light reason, then you have not yet caught the spirit of FDKC. Amen. Amen. There are many who had a valid and a, a reason why not? Please put the books box there, please. Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay, so uh, because what we have shared yesterday, and not only yesterday, always in our church, we share life-saving preaching and teaching. It's very vital. Amen. It's, it's very vital. And this is even more serious because the snake might just come through you. Okay? And you are not aware. The first thing when it comes to loyalty and this loyalty, the first book Bishop wrote, those who are ignorant. If you are ignorant you don't have knowledge about this. You are huge target through whom the enemy can come. Like, for instance, you might just pick up a hurt in the church or offense, and there you go to become a Judas in the house of the Lord. But if ignorance is bliss to the devil... Okay, ignorance means you're dumb, you don't have knowledge, you don't know what's happening, you are ignorant. It's a terrible thing if there's a snake in your room, but you are ignorant. You're not aware that there's a venomous, dangerous snake in your room where you sleep. Okay. So, Satan don't leave 
a dynamic through true church on its own. He always searches ways to attack. Okay? And how does he come into a church? Through people. Do you hear me? Amen. The devil comes through people. Okay? You must say, oh God, help me that it's not me. It can be easily you. And what we teach and share is to prevent things. Praise God. They will tell you the saying, prevention is better than cure. In other words, now that we didn't prevent something, now we're sick. Now we need to help to cure you, to heal you. But it, you should not have become sick if you had prevention. Amen. If you had prevention, our teaching is very serious to bring prevention. Amen. Amen. Say with me, prevention, prevention. is better than cure. The teaching and loyalty and this loyalty is, is to prevent that a snake moves around without our notice amongst us and in our church. The snake is none other than Satan. His name means the opposition. Lord, help me that I don't become a opposition in this house. His name is also devil. And devil means a slanderer, accuser, somebody that speaks evil of other brothers and sisters and whisper it in my ear, then I have a wrong attitude and a wrong motive. But motives and attitudes people cannot see. It's very hidden. The teaching of today is to kill off the venom of this loyalty. Give the Lord praise. You see, many places people, you cannot build a huge church because every time there's a split and people leave and uh, people just for flimsy reasons say, I don't think I will be here anymore. But the sad thing is not that they only leave. Before they leave, they first spread their dirt and poison among others. Because they hope others will leave with them. Do you hear me? Okay. That's the venom. That's the poison. 
And that is exactly what Satan did to God's church. He spread his poison among the angels in heaven. Okay? And then, when God confronted him, he stood chest by chest with God and tell him, Listen, who are you? Why? What made him strong? He had support. Many of you, one day if you want to leave, leave quietly and bless us. Praise the Lord. But that's not the way the devil do things. He first spread his poison. Okay? And then he stands up. And then you want to tell the pastor, you better be careful because you don't know how many are with me. Because at the bride and at the fellowship and after church, you had some, and on the phone, you had some conversations with believers in the church. And you spread the poison everywhere. And the Bible says two-thirds, a third of God's angels went with the devil. Can we get that? Revelations uh, chapter 12. While we get the scripture, the second point I wanted to say is, um, please, you were not here yesterday. It is a must that you listen to the teaching of yesterday. Amen. Amen. Try to cover even one of them, maybe late or early evening, if you were not here. And then Monday or what, or Sunday afternoon, please listen to the other teaching. It's a must. Praise God. It's to take away your ignorance. Praise the Lord. Do, are you, do you hear me? Amen. Praise God. Amen. And for all of us, it's good anytime, at any occasion, listen to the teaching of yesterday. Even in your cars, when you have a, a stick or what, I don't know what, how these things work, but listen to the preaching in your car. Praise the Lord. I've got about two, three CDs of other preaching of Bishop Dag in my car, and I listen anytime to preaching. Hallelujah. Most of the time, I listen to preaching in the car, just from Garden Valleys to Pylons, go for, to pick a pay, to buy some. I listen to preaching. Hallelujah. It makes you wise. It's, a, it's the best thing to spend your time than to listen to nonsense on the radio. And then I just listen to news or something like that. And so that I don't feel like a stranger in Jerusalem. I, like, for instance, you might not know that uh, there's a great fire somewhere and you are driving still to the place where there's a huge fire. Or there's a hijack and people are shooting, but... The radio, the news could have tell you, and you drive right into trouble. In fact, Bishop Dag tells 
uh, he says one Sunday, he didn't know there was a coup in Ghana. A coup is where people stand up against the government. And he was driving to church early morning. And he thought, why is the street so quiet? It's hardly cars. And, it, and when he came closer to a, a scene, he just he heard ba, 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 shooting and guns blazing. And then he turns around and then the news tells him there are fighting in the city going on, shooting. He could have been killed because of ignorance. Okay, because of ignorance. So it's important to be um, informed. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So I'll just give you uh, a quick um, summary of where we are. And then today I want to speak to you about stages to disloyalty. Stages to disloyalty. Eight stages to disloyalty. Praise God. Amen. Remember, we are, listen, if you, at FDKC, you, you, you must realize now, we are different church. We, we are not uh, uh, um, the normal type of thing going on around. Amen. Praise God. If you look for churchy, churchy, <laughs> this is this is not this is this is not it. You understand? Amen. We want a level Christianity. If you want to play for Man United, you you um, you, you might be a good soccer player, but not good enough for Man United. You understand? Do you hear me? What I'm trying to say, and even if you want to play for Chelsea, I mean. <laughs> I mean, it's a level above Man United. <laughs> okay. And even you, listen, I'm, I'm speaking of now about levels of churches. Amen. We want to be the, the church as it should be originally. Amen. Originally. The church is far away where the Lord birthed the church. And they call the movement towards the original church restoration or reformation. Okay? The reformation. The reformation, they will tell you, started when Martin Luther left the Roman Catholic Church. Before that, the whole world became Roman Catholic. Did you believe? Can you believe it? They call it the Dark Ages, where the church from Paul, Paul's time went into a backslidden state and it became fully under a pope. And they believe even to get your sins forgiven, you must pay money. And uh, that's how St. Peter's, uh, the Vatican, was built from the money of people paying to get their sins forgiven. And if you go on a holiday 
and you know you're going to sin a lot. You, you pay already a lot of money ahead. That's, that, that's, how, that's how it really was. Okay? And the Pope was like God himself. Up, up till today, the Pope is, there's no error in the Pope. You, you understand? Okay? Now the whole world, the church world, was like that. There was just little remnants of still believers. Even to get saved, you, you, you don't need to be born again. Uh, people with their pagan practices came into the church. That's how Christmas came into the church. There was nothing like Paul and them know nothing of Christmas and Passover uh, or, or Easter. Uh, if you read the New Testament, there's nothing like that in the New Testament. But through the Roman Catholic Church, paganism came in. The Christmas tree came in. Father Christmas came in. Wow. They say there's three stages that a man goes through. When you're a young boy, you, you're scared of Father Christmas. You know, when you see the man with a beard and a red suit, three stages of manhood, okay? When you're a little boy, you're scared of Father Christmas. When you become your middle age, you like Father Christmas. You just love him because of the gifts he brings. And when you're old, you look like Father Christmas. <laughs> what a sock. Street, street stages of a man growing up. What a sock. Okay. So the whole world was Roman Catholic. I'm, I'm describing to you very important things. And then Martin Luther was a monk. He was one of the priests. And they would climb stairs, uh, steep to get their sins forgiven, and would fast to get their sins forgiven. And um, they could not marry also, you know, the Roman Catholic priest. They celibate, celibate. In, they were married to God. And they don't marry women. And you know the nuns, uh, they don't marry also at all. I was also, when I got saved on my way to become a monk, um, I would not have married. And as I was busy entering the door where the vow is, my, my wife was pulling me back. <laughs> I said, where are you going? I'm just joking. <laughs> But, but all of these kind of teachings came into the church. Okay? Therefore, you find out so much sins, even from the priests and the fathers uh, in, in these churches, uh, because it's not something that God has appointed in the script. Even the Roman Catholic came up with purgatory, which is a teaching of the devil, which means when you are died and you lost, you can, uh, they, there's just a place of cleansing, uh, purgatory, fire, uh, purify you, and then you go into heaven. What an evil teaching. Because the Bible says when you die, you lost, and you were not born again. But they came up with this teaching of purgatory. Now, I tell you a joke of my 
principal of Bible school. He says, uh, these two boys, they heard his, their daddy passed away, and the mom heard that their father was in purgatory. And uh, uh, to get into heaven, you had to pay for the sins of those who are in purgatory. So every month, they took money, hard work money, to the church, to the priest, or the pope, to get their daddy out of purgatory. And one day, the, the, the guy that they gave the money to, he says, we can see your daddy in purgatory. He is now, his head is already through uh, in heaven, and he sold us. But you still have to come with lots of money still to pay. So the one boy said to the other one, the way we know daddy, if his head is true, he's true. <laughs> what a sock. <laughs> what a sock. <laughs> okay. But, but what I'm saying is, these are the teachings. Then Martin Luther came out and started the Lutheran church, and saw, he saw in the Bible, you must be born again, and Christ paid for all your sins. That broke a yell in the whole Christian world, and they were heavily persecuted, Martin Luther and all of them, and many blood was shed because they were looked at as heretics, people leaving the Roman Catholic Church, and they were called, like us also by the Roman Catholic call, Church, is called Protestants, Protestant. The word Protestant means is to protest, but, but it's not in a negative way the word, the real meaning, the word means actually to protest for the truth, to stand up for the truth, Protestant. And the movement that started away from Roman Catholic Church is called the Reformation to go back to the original church. And that Reformation is still going on. There are still a lot of wrong teachings in the churches. Amen. Do you hear me? Praise God. Like, for instance, you'll find out by the Lord's Supper, we let other brothers and sisters come and serve the Lord's Supper. At most churches, uh, 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 the, the laity cannot do that. You must be ordained to hold the bucket and serve the people. It's all false teachings that's in the church. So when people come here, even some of my friends, and they see things like, they will think, oh my Lord, how can Edgar do allow this and that? Do you hear me? <laughs> so we are radical church. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Now look here. This is Satan. Uh, uh, Revelations 12. This is the tail. Say the tail of the snake. Okay. The tail of the snake. Can I describe you the tail of the snake is? When people have left our church, they don't want to leave us at peace. They have people inside that still are in contact with their dirt. That's the tail of the snake. Okay? 
So Satan was already out. God chucked him out. Expelled him. But he knew there are others inside that's on my side. And a third of the angels follow the tail of the dragon. Wow. So we hear to see that there's no tail of anybody here that have left us. Do you hear me? Praise God. How does that come? Because the people that's here, you love one another. And when they leave, you feel, but this is the church this season. I still love Brother Andrew. And Brother Andrew feels after every church meeting, he phones you. So what is wrong, Pastor? No, Brother Andrew wants to know. Do you know? Because when they leave, many times they say, I've got nothing to say. Pastor, I've got nothing to say why I'm leaving. Very sweet. But when they're outside, now the poison comes. And you on the phone, hear the poison. Now you sit here and you look with snake eyes to me. And most of the time, you don't fellowship anymore. You don't talk much. Because you feel, if they know what I know. The tail of the snake. Wow. And look here, just, just a few days preparing for this. The tail means also... The snake's head comes fully around to his tail. It means actually what he has started with, he will come again and end with it. Okay, and this is. And his tail swept away a third of the stars or the angels of heaven and threw them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth so that when she gave birth, he might destroy her child. Listen, this woman is Israel, actually. And the church, according to study of Revelations 12. And the overcomers comes out of this woman. But the dragon stood in front of the woman and said, I will prevent you Becoming a overcoming and a triumphant church. He stood before the woman to kill the child. He's here to want to kill you off. That you don't become what God wants you to be. My Lord, my Lord, my God, give us grace. Praise God. And power, the power is always in the cross. A crucified life to the glory of God. Okay, quickly, our purpose in teaching this is that there should be no, we, we, we prevent that there's no cliques in our church. Number two, we said that there's no divisions 
in our church. Amen. Amen. A divided church. In fact, they said once to Jesus in Matthew 12 that you are driving out devils by the, by the devil. So he said, how can it be? Then he said three things. He says, if uh, a kingdom is divided against itself, it won't stand. And then he said, even a city, if it's divided, and even if a house is divided by itself, it cannot stand. And then the Lord says, there is no division in Satan's kingdom, and I want also in my kingdom no division. But when there's division, it cannot stand. Amen. Imagine you've got a soccer team and there's division in the team. It cannot work. The Springboks play, but there's division in the team. Right? You, you could have passed the ball that Mike, Mick, Mikael scored, but I see an awesome groupie. So I got the ball pass, but I the glory crane. How, how, how is the team going to win? Right? So this is to prevent splits, division. Amen. This is to prevent the breakup of the church. This is to see that the waters in our church is pure and clean. Imagine I give you water, okay? I give you a glass of water and I tell you, there's just a little poison in this water. It's not much. It's just a little poison. Will you drink it? We don't want any venom and poison in the waters of friends of the annual kingdom church. No venom, no poison in our church to the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And we want cemented members. You know cement? Hey, it's a strong, it's not glue, it's cement. Praise God. Permanent, solid members. Hallelujah. Committed here fully. Praise the Lord. And I told you yesterday, I ended off with this to show what is the word commitment. This general was docking in enemy territory with his ship and about, say, 300 soldiers. But it was at night. And no, the enemy didn't know that they have entered their country, and as they all soldiers were off on the uh, land with their weapons and everything, the general did something that all the soldiers were shocked. He set the ship on fire, and it burned. And he said to them, there's no way back. You either die or you win the war. And they won the war because of commitment. Because there's no way back. Do you hear me? Do you have a door open at the back? In friends of the... You hear, but they hold it after the up. You cannot fight a good fight. Praise the Lord. Amen. Then we have three levels of loyalty. Amen. The first level is the membership level. The second level is the family level. And the third level is marriage covenant. 
loyalty. Praise the Lord. Amen. Membership loyalty um, is just, you can come and go and leave anytime. Uh, this is Pastor Kyle Driver. Give him a hand. Amen. Wow, happy to see you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Welcome. Praise God. Hallelujah. He just came yesterday from a tour preaching in Grabo, or Fisona End in, in George, and just came yesterday, last night, home. Praise God. Feel you want to be here. Amen. So there's three levels of loyalty. You get people that are just members in the church. That's the first level, okay? That level, if you want to qualify out of that level, you have to, Acts chapter 2, those seven-fold starter pack, you have to be regularly at prayer meetings, at uh, teaching, in fellowship, and at the Lord's Supper, and also having a prayer life, giving your tithes. Anybody who is not... Migrating, moving forward out of that level, don't expect in Friends of Daniel Kingdom Church position. You might be very talented, very gifted, because the spirit of this loyalty want to be there by people who have position. Okay? Because from there, he can do greater harm. Okay? Greater. Because once you, you, you sing here in front, People fall in love more with you and like you and uh, you, you are running the home cell or you're running the band and, and, and now you, when we touch you, we, we, we must know we're touching the whole band. Okay, so don't think your pastor is foolish and uh, why don't I get promoted or position? Show me loyalty. Praise God. Show me faithfulness. Praise the Lord. You won't get promotion at your work if you every Friday you absent. When you get your salary the next day, you have a doctor's certificate. I won't be there. And uh, uh, one person, he, 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 he went to so many funerals of his family. That when he sent my, said to the boss, my grandma passed away, so I won't be. The, he said, listen, here's the papers. Your grandma passed away three years ago. <laughs> three years ago, your grandma passed away. <laughs> so you get people, they, they run out of excuses why they cannot be at church. But they want promotion. They feel, I am here, this brother is here three years, I'm here seven years. And look, he gets position and promotion. Show me loyalty. Amen. There's no partiality with your pastor. Amen. There's no favoritism. You might think so. Even Jesus among the twelve. In fact, he had 70 disciples, and out of them, 12 were closer. And out of the 12, three were very close. When he went to raise up this daughter that died, uh, he said, uh, Peter, John, James, come, let's go. The other nine might have felt, 
Oh, yes, partiality. Oh, yes, favoritism. Wow, Jesus said, you nine, I, I can see your looks, but you three come. Amen. Amen. That's how you will feel too. Why don't I get a chance? Why not this? Show me loyalty. Show me trustworthiness. Show me faithfulness. Because the many want to be close to Jesus, but he cannot allow everybody to be close. Amen. I cannot allow some, some people, when, when we, my, my, me and my wife may be on holiday, they want to come and say, can we join you at the holiday? It's not easy. Because when you're there, you see, oh, it's holiday, pastor sleeps late. <laughs> and maybe it like a swirl goes up. I will in the karma, it comes and says, oh, pastor, there are swirl goes. Do you hear me? And there the news spread. Amen. Maybe in my gift, I see yes, a news will go. <laughs> what a song. <laughs> but, but do you get the message? And many people want to be close. Many even when they come into your house, can't I help in the kitchen? This, this is a woman thing. In fact, I was the leader before I went to Bible school of 12 young, uh, 10 young people full time. But every time when we, and then we moved to Mefeking, we moved to Calfinia, doing evangelism, Hrabau and, and Hout uh, um, Bay and many places. We go as a team. But when people accept us, it's always by the pastor's house or a good place, very nice place. Then I always wonder, why is the ladies, they, it's like in a queue they go to the toilet. So I, Then I discovered it was to have a look at the house. <laughs> to look around and see what's... As, even if I have frustrated, but, but, but it's just to look around. Now you get people, they want to come to the pastor's house. Can I help in the kitchen? But before my wife can say, that's the only cupboards. <laughs> and for us can So the pastor must be careful. That's naturally. Who does he allow closer? To him. Jesus did not allow anyone easily close to him. Out of the twelve, he had three. And out of the three, he had one. That was, in fact, it was not a secret even that this one was the closest. The Bible said he himself mentioned himself, John, who wrote John and first and second and third John and even revelations. Jesus knew this one is still going to write these books. But here he is in small form. But Jesus was training him already for his calling. But you who look at Jesus will think he's got favor. favor. If, uh, he's got partiality. No, he knows his plans. 
And he knows this one I can trust. He trusts him so, and he proved. John said, the disciple whom Jesus loved. If you read his, 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 his gospel. He had the, you would have said to John, but he loves all of us. No, says John. I am the disciple whom he loved. Wow. How would you feel? Do you hear me? And even you cannot just allow anybody, even we have now an office up there or whatever, and you would be surprised who want to be there when the pastors are there. Because now the pastors are there and we sit and you, are, you, you should be, see the coffee, but you listen the conversation. <laughs> wow, the conversation. <laughs> so we must be careful who we allow. Amen. We must be careful. Jesus said, John said, I am the disciple whom Jesus loved. Wow. Even when he said, one of you are going to betray me. Hey, they didn't know who it can be. Then Peter, ah, Peter, <laughs> Peter, so dear, ask him. You ask him. Because he was sitting next to Jesus. Then John asked Jesus. Then because John asked, Jesus said, soon I will show you who he is. Wow. Uh, let's let's uh, read the, um, what's it, John 6 verse 70. Amen. I'm still speaking of the inner circle. Praise the Lord. So don't think, if you are, don't have the family spirit of our church, you're just a member. That's already an opportunity to take offense. Nay, but the pastor, it's a favorites. But you with your five years, you just, there's elements of disloyalty. There's something in your character that tells me I must be careful for you. And we will test you. I test you. You say, can you test somebody? Paul says, I've, I've got a brother. We've tested him often. Amen. Like now, it's raining. We say, oh, they call me eight no holly. Okay. As they come next time, he, Baba's bro. No. For Kauagat, he was by Anna bro. I let you in the morgen meet. Terwijl die dienst aan was. Ik ga jou eerst confront en sê, zei liggen. I make a mark in my mind. You see, I just put it somewhere there. So after a month, something else, I put it back. So the third time when I speak to you and you say, Pastor Witt, ek het een kop sê, dan sê ek, maar sy was aan die mol daar, sy was aan daar daar, sy was aan so, oh my God! 
So pastor, investigate me. You, you, don't, you don't first see I am lying. No. You say, oh. Hey, when your boss wants to promote you, you say, bring the clock card. Let us see the register. I say, oh my Lord, look at the red marks here. Absent, absent, absent. We cannot give you responsibility. Because you have to be in charge of five workers, for instance. But the, that manager of that group is often absent. Jesus answered them, Did I myself not choose you, the twelve, and yet one of you is a devil? Do you believe in the church can be one of you is a devil? Wow, oh, here we are. A whole book. One of you is a devil. I hope there's none of you that become a devil. He, at choosing them, Judas was not a devil. He became, he, because of, not, we cannot even say ignorance. And that is after he saw miracles, raising of the dead. He saw mighty works. You can see great things in our church and what is happening and how God provides that our church is, is from God. This church has been birthed from God. Amen. This is not a, a wishy-washy church. This has been birthed from God. Amen. And it's maintained by God. God provides. Amen. Even not to deviate, this is the Pastor Kyle that provided for us a lot of things. Amen. But him providing tells you our church is from God. Without a doubt. And Judas know Jesus is from God. Yet he became a devil. My God. So the second level, first level of loyalty is you must pass the membership loyalty. That, that level that I can see. Because members just send the WhatsApp and say, uh, I'm not anymore part of this church. Thank you, pastor. Amen. Reason? No, I don't want to talk. I don't want to say anything bad. No, wait after you outside, then you talk. My God. The second level is the mem the family level. Family is you so in love with the people here that God's family even become higher than your own family. Amen. We in our church, we have us. Well, how can that be? The Lord says, you love brother, mother more than me is not worthy of me. Because my mother, my brother might even go out of the will of God. Then I go for the will of God. Amen. Amen. And I will sacrifice for the will of God. When I left the denomination, I went for the will of God. My whole family remained behind. It's only afterwards that they came. But the pain of losing that bond. My God, my mom was crying when I left. 
He made my mom just know my prayer life, how serious I am. And I can remember when the news broke that Edgar has left the whole denomination, even in Joburg, and people were phoning around and saying, what is Edgar Bissachum? One of the Afrikaner top leaders in the church says, you will come one day. I can not even Afrikaans. He said, they shall meet your hoot in your hand terugkomen naar die kerk toe. And I told him, you come from another denomination to this church, this denomination, and you too quickly got a high position in this church. He was shocked. <laughs> he was very shocked. Pastor Meiring said, because he came from the Christian assemblies over to the AFM, and I said, he was shocked. I said, you got too early. Wow, what a shock. <laughs> but, what I but what I want to say is, and then afterwards my family came. And because of my decision, four pastors came out of our church, out of our family. They would not have features anywhere. So you do the will of God, even if your family don't like it. You, you keep loving them, you do the will of God, later they will come. Praise the Lord. Look like Guillaume and Anastasia. Yes, they're dead. Amen. Amen. And from there, the, the, the spirit can spread in the family. But if you don't stand for those three or so, uh, your family might say, What a cake is thee? We did a cake is on holiday. Because they, their interests are completely wrong. They don't know the value of God and of Christ. Amen. The family level is the second level where you have trades of the pastor. Amen. You have similarities. Big word, eh? <laughs> Amen. They, even when you speak other places, they can say, I, I can see Edgar's mind in you. Amen. Like father, like son. Then the third level, the highest level, is marital level. Amen. Where Ruth said, your God is my God. Where you'd go, I'll go. Where you die, I will die. Your people is my people. Hallelujah. We have a saying when it comes to family, as I said, they say blood is thicker than water. In FDKC, we say spirit is thicker than blood. Hallelujah. Spirit is thicker than blood. Hallelujah. Even my family up till now, they know. It is radical. Amen. They, they, they know they can, there can be an occasion or something of the family. I'll maybe just go for an hour and then have to move to where I think I need to be. Or I'll come later. Or I go because it's a very, it's at a 50th birthday or something that's important. Then I'll have to say no. I think it will be wrong of me to cause offense. Let me rather stay. But I'll check the merits. Praise the Lord. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. What is loyalty? Quickly. Loyalty is trustworthiness. Amen. Proverbs chapter 20. Trustworthiness. I just give a summary. 20 verse 6. Many a man proclaim his own loyalty, but who can find a trustworthy man? Do you see that scripture? Are you worthy the trust in this church? Amen. And trust is higher than belief because belief has got scriptural reasons. As I said, when you pray for your mom that's very, very sick, you might quote scripture and it don't work. You might fast, it don't work. You pray for her, it don't work. You've driven out the devil, it don't work. You've broke curses, it don't work. Then you are left with only God. You say, I've done everything. From belief, you say, now we trust God. Amen. We trust God. Now, in our church, you might get to a place there. you say, I don't understand what pastor is doing now. I don't know that. I don't see that. I don't. But I trust. Because of our track record, you can trust. Praise God. Trustworthy. Look what the scripture says. Many talk how faithful they are. But there must come a test of your faithfulness. Can we go? Okay, let me just read that and quickly because I want to get into the stages. Amen. Verse 20 to verse 21, the same chapter. He who curse his father or mother, his lamp will go out in time of darkness. You turn against a spiritual father and this church is mothering you. Here you find love. Right? The people you found here, you didn't bring them here. Amen. You didn't elect me to be your pastor. You found me here. And on a ship, when a ship goes down, the last person that jumps the ship is the captain. Is it so? So you might jump the ship anytime. I am here. I remain here. You found me here. You're not going to work me out or stand up. You, you found us here, me and my wife. Praise the Lord. And this is not here. This is in the first. You don't have a love for this church the way I have. Amen. You, you didn't sacrifice the way we sacrifice. We start with nothing. Amen. We, 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 we grew from, 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 from the ground. We, we, we struggle. We want. Hallelujah. Therefore, you don't know your mom's love to watch you. Others come and complain about a child and everything. But you wonder, how can mommy still? She carried the baby for nine years in her stomach. Nine Can I, can I move? Can I move on? I'm not even, I, I'm not even, I'm not even going to correct it for, for those who want to take offense. <laughs> uh, 
Imagine you're nine years pregnant. What a sock. It's nine months. Don't worry. Okay. But you don't know our love for, for this work. Praise the Lord. We come through sweat and tears and wounds. My God. Amen. And you just want to mess up this work. Hey, Bishop says, I'll mess your face for you. <laughs> Amen. You, you think you can mess around. Amen. And you don't know where those people come from. How they grew from poverty into money, into a car and everything. You've got no clue. We went to go get them out of the Sabine. We went to go get them out of a marriage that would have failed. Out of an unfaithful man to the husband. You don't know where the brother comes from. Amen. You don't know what we went out of our way to get and drive at night. And all of you have got no clue. And you just want to come and mess up. My God. My God. Amen. He who curses, your lamp will go out at the time that you need it the most when it's dark. The Bible, God says, I will see. He who turns against mother and father, I will see that his lamp go out. Verse 21. An inheritance gained hurriedly at the beginning will not be blessed in the end. Inheritance means, at the end, it won't be blessed. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, even you, 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 uh, you in the world or in the testament, your inheritance. But you have to wait. Even uh, biologically, according to the laws, you must be 18 or 21. Even if both your parents die, they won't give the inheritance until you're 21 or so. Because you have to be at a mature age to handle the monies that comes your way. Is it so? Amen. If we give it hurriedly, yeah, we see you come with a lot of banaliks <laughs> and... Uh, that's how people, that's how people become when they get hurriedly positioned. Hey, they go and buy dresses and suits and stuff and ekas no di kurgileer. My God. Amen. Oh, we go eat a muck. The pastor is there, I agree deep in his skull. But Zangeloots eat when us on a Sunday. Now eat I my brayune Nando's. These are these are the Nando's men. <laughs> my friends, Amen. We eat the holy bird. And. And they clap because they would sandwiches it. This is how people are. It seems others get blessed. I'm not, I'm going to get blessed. Because you are not faithful in your tithes. Now others get blessed and you're not. Okay. Then it says, uh, let's read verse 28 please. Very important. New American Standard. The best Bible. Amen. Loyalty and truth preserve the king. I am protected by people that are trustworthy. 
I said to you, loyalty means reliable. It means consistent. It means regular. Amen. Regular. Reliable. My God. That, that preserve the king, the leader. And he upholds his throne by righteousness. Praise the Lord. By righteousness. Glory to God. Proverbs 30 verse 17. The eye that mocks a father and scorns a mother, the ravens of the valley will pick it out and the young eagles will eat it. I told you rebellion and disloyalty is in the eye of people. Mense wat die my in die oe kan kyk. People that greets you like that. Or a certain look that tells you Vidan Zayas Jay. Amen. Or people that hardly come and greet. There's some people here sometimes. I see for two, three weeks. Uh, you were other times greeting or come or go greet, but I don't see you greeting. I, I notice all. You understand? I listen. I don't know. I said to my wife, Ik musika a speerder gewisit. What is a speerder in Engels? A detective. He detects things. I don't know. I'm just, God made me like that. I just pick up things. Very, my, my radar is very sharp. My ra radar is what the country has when a uh, a, a, a foreign aeroplane comes into the airspace. The man that sits here picked up. There is an enemy aircraft in our space. Now your pastor, because of prayer, because of seeking God, my spiritual radar is very much alive. Wow. Amen. Praise God. Don't feel scared because of that. <laughs> if, if you're honest, your heart is pure, no problem. Amen. Praise God. Even your praising must be pure. Amen. Verse 2. The, the you who mocks means. <laughs> See? It's like mock, scorn, despised. Hey, Titus chapter 2, the last verse. And then I'll get into the stages. Or let me first give you, yes, let me get into the stages because and then we can later speak of the test. Praise God. Eight stages that you slide to become a Judas. Look here what Paul said to, to Titus. These things, that what I am just was talking about. These things he said to Titus, a, 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 a co-worker of the apostle Paul. He was under Paul's authority. His, Paul said to him, these things speak. The devil wants to shut up the mouth of a man of God. He said, don't talk about these things. He says, these things speak and exhort. Call people up. The word exhort is call them up to God's standard. Encourage them to come to God's standard. Then it says reproof with all 
and he says, let no one disregard you. Let no one say, who is he? Let no one not take notice of who is in authority. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hey, people feel a man of God must have an unholy humility. As Derek Prince says, they say in places where they hardly give uh, money or bless the pastor, they say, Lord, you keep our pastor humble and we will keep him poor. <laughs> Amen. And when you come to the pastor, you see the tea bags hanging on the washing line outside. <laughs> because also say tea eat so that those vera bags can break. What a shock! <laughs> you get some people like that. Uh, there's one brother, he said, when he newly came here, he said, Wow, okay, what a car the pastor. Hey, <laughs> man. Hey, Bishop Dex says when people come to his house, they feel, oh, he had us a tinders. This one was a tinders, man. Hey, hey, people think a man of God must be poor. Hey, God delights in the prosperity of his, of his people. Praise the Lord. Amen. Where's my Bible? I think it's Psalm 37. And then I'll get, just to show you. Psalm 35, verse 27. But it's not the prosperity of God's children, of his servants. And that don't mean fivefold servants. It means if you serve the Lord. Because if he gives you more money, he knows you're going to bless the work of God. Amen. He says, let them shout for joy. Oh, where do you get that? Therefore, we dance in our church. Let them shout for joy and rejo rejoice means I react on my joy. I can joy my I react. Amen. Praise God. And rejoice who favor my, let them shout and rejoice who favor my vindication. My vindication is Hulle het gedink, het sal nie goed gaan nie. Die Heere het het verkeerd bewys. Amen. And let them say continually, the Lord be magnified, who delights in the prosperity of His servant. Wow. God, listen, if your children, it goes well with them, you delight in it. Praise God. Amen. God delights. Therefore, every one of you, if you serve, God would see that you prosper. And the word prosper is not only to do with money. The Greek Hebrew word that Prince taught me, the word means a smooth, pleasant journey to God's destiny for you. Hallelujah. A smooth, pleasant journey hallelujah through life you will have a smooth pleasant journey through life to the glory of God 
Hey, isn't that beautiful? Isn't that scripture powerful? Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Amen. Let's get to the stages of this loyalty. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. I'll teach till quarter past 12. The first, this is how you slide to become a Judas. And you must, you can stop it as soon as you see and detect this in you. Because listen, Judas was not a friar. He was not a betrayer. He became like that. He slided slowly moving down road. You can stop it. You can stop a stage quickly. Now the first stage is, can you, are, you, are you there? The first stage to kill the venom of this loyalty is independence. You have an independent spirit. Amen. You say, Pastor, what is independence? Independence is, we say we're fasting Wednesday. Then you say, I'll fast Monday. Do you hear me? Independence is, we're going to do this. Then you feel, the Holy Spirit tells me to pray at home so I won't be Thursday here. The pastor said we must come. You hide behind even the Holy Spirit. Amen. When we have open air, you are not there. Independence means you're not a team player. You, even the team, the coach, the manager will say, we play this style. But once you play, you play your own style. You don't follow instructions. Do you hear me? Okay. Psalm 8, Proverbs 18 verse 1. And, and many times you don't even notice this in yourself. It's so subtle. In other words, you cannot become part of a team. Okay, look here. He who separates himself seeks his own desire. If you don't fellowship, you don't interact, you just leave when we are together. You're either a rebel or you're stubborn. You are independent. You don't let the word of God change you. They say, Ik denk wie so. And why don't you fellowship? It's because you, others must not know you. You a lone ranger. Okay? Anybody like that here? If you like that, and you don't stop it, 
you a potential person to become like Judas. You a potential person to stab us in the back. And there are demons talking to you. Hey, we come back to this verse, John chapter 13, verse 2. This is how Judas became disloyal. During the Holy Communion, the Lord's Supper, the devil having already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon, to betray him. We can even have the Lord's Supper, which speaks of unity and love. But in your heart, you look at us and say, I'm not part of you, actually. I do my own thing. Look here, this chapter. Hey, maybe if they ask me, yeah, leave that. But verse 34. Verse 34 of this. So, a new commandment I give to you. That you love one another. Even as I have loved you. That you also love one another. By this. Say by this. All men will know that you are my disciples. If you have love. For one another. Praise the Lord. Amen. Judas at the Lord's Supper put out his hand to the bread and the wine. And in his heart, he was already betraying Jesus. I, I hope at the end of our teaching, I want to speak about the heart. Amen. The heart. My God. Hey, the heart is a bayer deep down. As Bayerman means what your heart can, but the Yara can you heart. And as mensen even wat soos, wat, wat hulle ding rechtverdig, verkeerdelik as hulle, pastor kan nou wat sê, maar die Yara ken my hart. <laughs> but you don't know there are things that we can see what's in your heart. My God, during the supper, Judas that, let verse again, verse 3, please, verse 2. Who put it in the heart of Judas? Say the devil. The slanderer. He put the thought in Judas' heart. And Judas executed it. Amen. People that are stubborn. Listen, Derek Prince, a master of in deliverance. Getting demons out of people. He will tell you. And listen to what the expert says. Where there's stubbornness and rebellion, there is a demon. It's not a characteristic. There is a demon. Do you hear me? There is a demon. In other words, there's a power stronger than you. Because nothing can move you or change you. This is me. Hey, independence. My God. Back to Proverbs 18 verse 1. 
He who separates himself, seek his own desire. And your mind is a demons. Hello. Die kick. Die geloviges. You can stop it now by repenting. If you're not, we will see the signs. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. This is the teaching out of this book of Bishop Dag. Loyalty and disloyalty. A man that have got over 3,000 churches worldwide can sleep peacefully because his churches are established. Praise God. Established. Amen. Speaking of the established, please for homework read 1 Kings chapter 1 and chapter 2, 1 Kings. And you will see before David died on his deathbed, he said to he called Solomon and he gave him instructions concerning four people that he must deal to establish his kingdom. Wow. He's, he, and, and David told him, as, just before that, David was busy dying. So one of the other sons, he heard that Solomon is going to become the king in, in, in David's place. Then the other brother rose up and made himself king. Abinadab was his name, something like that. But he made himself king. And you know who he got on his side? David's captain of the army, Joab. And he got one of the priests of David also on his side. And then people came to tell David, you know what is going on? So David said, and when Abinadab heard that David know, he got so scared. Because he knows that is execution. They're going to kill him. And he turned away from that. But when David was going to die, he called Solomon. He said, Solomon, to establish this kingdom, let me give you advice. The first thing he said, Solomon, be a man. This is what he said to him. <laughs> Be a man. Then Solomon said, then David says, you know what Simei did to me in the past? You must not let him go to his grave without blood on his head. And, and I'll tell you now what Simei did. But David start with Joab. He said, Joab. Solomon, he gave me much grief. He was the captain of my army. I could not, he's my sister's brother. He's my sister's son, my sister's son. Soraya was her name. Hey. <laughs> David's sister's name was one of these Muslims, Soraya. <laughs> it's true, eh? Her name was Soraya. He says, in fact, one. And he, and he said to Solomon, you know what Joab did? He killed two 
greater captains without me telling him to do that. And this is what Joab did. Abner was a greater captain than Joab. When, when Joab heard that Abner is going to come over to join David, he had it in for him. To stop him from becoming captain. And one day, Joab had, Abner had some soldiers with him and fighting against David men with Joab on the other side. And then David's men won the fight. And then Abner uh, uh, was running away. But Joab's brother was swifter than a gazelle, the Bible says. He chased after Abner. But Abner is a skillful soldier, a captain. And Abner turned around every time and tell, to, tell Abisai was his name. Don't leave me alone. Why must I shed blood today? But he kept on chasing Abner. And Abner just hid himself. And as he came, Abner just one step with the spear. And he died. And since that day, because it was Joab's brother, Joab had a grudge against Abner. And here, Abner wanted to come over to David. And Joab was not there when Abner came to see David. And David was very happy because David knew this man is a mighty man. And here when Abner was going away to get the people over to David, here Joab came and somebody said, Abner was just here now. This is where is he? And he went after Abner. Do you like the stories of the Bible? <laughs> he went after Abner. And Abner thought those things are gone of yesteryear. And they were chatting. And Abner, Joab said, I heard you coming over to us. And wow, wonderful. And as he was embracing him, Joab stabbed him in the heart. And he died. Wow. And David wept that day. And this was David's lament. David wrote a, a, a song about Abner. So much he loved him. And the song was, How should the mighty fall? Abner, you died like a fool. Your hands were not tied. Your feet were not tied. Why were you not alert? You died like a fool. But David could do nothing to Abner. To, to Joab. Because he need him. He need him in the ministry. Suraya. My sister's son. And then there was Amaza. Also a captain. Joab killed him. For his position. But when they. And then at last. He joined also a rebellion group. Uh, the son. Who had wanted to become king. In Solomon's book. Now David is on his deathbed. He said, be a man, Solomon, don't let Joab die peacefully. I know you will, God will give you wisdom. Wow. Wow. 
And after that, Abisha, no, but let me leave the name. But what did the priest? Amen. He says, you know, the priest of, of me, he joined also this rebellion. You will know what to do with him. Okay. And then he said, Simei, he also, he cursed me when I was running away from your brother Absalom. And being alone with few men with me, he came, he's of the household of Saul. He came and he walked next to me as I was moving out of Jerusalem. And he cursed me. He said, you know what he said to David? He said, now God will deal with you because how you handle my father Saul. He said, you adulteress. You bloodshed man, God curse you. Hey, David had mighty men next to him. One of the, of the mighty men said to David, allow me. I will just stab him once, not twice, just once. And David said, this is not a day to kill. I am mourning what is happening. Leave him. And he threw stones at David and dust. And David said, just leave him. But when David was on his deathbed, he says, you remember what Simei did to me? Deal with him. Wow. Can I tell you how Solomon de dealt with him? Wow. <laughs> wow. The his own brother, stepbrother, who rose up before, who uh, wanted the kingship. When Solomon was now king, he wanted David's privileges. David is dead. He wanted some stuff. You know, you get people that want the privileges of the pastor. Bring me water. <laughs> you get people like that in the church, you see. He, 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 uh, or, or when you stand in front, you don't say, please stand up. You just say, stand up. I can say, let's stand. But you cannot. You must say, can we please stand up? You get people that want the privileges of the pastor. Okay? Say, pa kuk so mai. Fustani. In fact, Bishop Dag, let me just tell you, Bishop Dag, don't even allow people to sit under the chair of his wife and himself. When, when, when they are not there. Even they are not there. Do you hear me? It's a rule now. Is it fine in the church? Praise the Lord. Even in our absence. And I might come just by, my, by whatever around here and I want to come and say, I say oh, look, look who's sitting here. I don't ever see it. I don't have a place to sit. Wow. But, but you don't know. Then he wanted this, this, this son, this rap. And then he spoke to his mommy, Betsiba. He spoke to her and said, I want that privileges of my father David. Solomon said to his mom, why don't you ask for the kingship? He wants the kingship. He has requested this 
to the point of his death. And Benaiah, you will hear his name a lot in the Bible. Not much, but very powerful. He called Benaiah and said, go take off his head. His own brother. To establish your kingdom and the work of God. My brother, when it comes to venom, you mustn't play. You, you leave the snake now and say, no, it's fine. As you own try. Hey, are you with me? And he killed him. Then Solomon called Joab. And Joab didn't want to come because Joab know it's the end. And he said to Benaiah, go and take his head off. And when Benaiah went after him, Solomon ran to the temple and he was holding unto the horns. Because in the Old Testament, if you hold unto the horns of the, of, the, of, the, of the altar, nobody can kill you. Because you're, you're seek, looking for mercy. Then Benaiah came back and said, uh, Joab is holding unto the horns. He says, kill him right there. And he killed him. Wow. He said, Simai, come here. You, you remember what you did to my father? How you curse him? Yes. He said, I give you a piece of land. Stay on there. Don't, if the day that you leave that territory, it will be your end. You stay in the territory. And because he was a man, rich man, he had workers. Two of his workers deserted him and went to another place after about three years. He stayed wonderfully. And then the news came that Simei went after his workers. He left the territory. <laughs> Solomon said, come here. Did I not tell you? You see, there are some, there are some of you even, I might even tell you, I detect this in your heart. I can put you out of this church, but stay away for two weeks and sort yourself out. After two weeks, you don't come back again. That's fine. Do you hear me? I'm, I'll teach you still about church discipline. Amen? Church judgment in the house of God. It's all in the scriptures. Amen? And when Simei was dead... Benaiah did the job too. Wow. And Benaiah became the captain of Solomon's army. Benaiah, the name means built by God. A man gebouwd Ni bodybuilding. Amen. Built by God. And chapter 2 of, of, uh, of uh, First Kings, it will tell you, and so the kingdom was established in the power of Solomon. Just get there, please. Amen. First Kings chapter 2, the last verse. Is it, is it a nice two chapters to go and read? Amen. Go read it and see. This is the way our discipline work in the work of God. Look it. So the king commanded Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada, and he went out and fell upon him so that he died. Thus the kingdom was established in the hands of Solomon. Listen, we want a stable church. 
Amen. Grounded, solid. People say of Bishop Deck, they say, your church is disloyalty proofed. It's, it's proofed. It's not a way that we can come into your churches. You know, because Bishop teaches when any one of the members detect disloyalty, tell the leader, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, of Chloe's house. And then I get to the second stage. Praise God. I have been informed concerning you, says Paul, my brethren, by Chloe's people, that there are quarrels or division or there are contention among you. Wow. This brother did the honor. He was an informer. <laughs> I said to you, yes. He was an informer. He did, his name would have not been in the Bible. Wow, what an honor it is. You're going to meet him in heaven. His name is in the Bible. If you want to be in God's good books, be an informer. Praise God. He informed Paul. Pastor Edgar, you must hear what they speak at the bride. We had a bride, and the brother was saying, why is pastor wearing that kind of shoes with that pants? And why is sister dressing like this? And why? I'm not, those are little things. I'm just trying to say, when you hear, wow, this, this, if pastor must know this, my God. I want every one of you to be like Chloe's people. Every one of you. Amen. If you don't disclose it, you become also one of them. Amen. When the thing comes to light, evil say, no, say, Pastor, I did it. Why didn't you say it? Tell us. My God. He who separates himself seeks his own desire. The second stage, if you don't stop that stage, if there's anybody here, we're going to pray after this, independence. Independence is, Amen. It seems you're with us, but your, your attitude, your style, you don't fellowship. When the meeting is finished, you're gone. And uh, even when we're in a circle, you hardly talk. Listen to me. People that are extremely quiet are dangerous people. Listen to me. You see, he's got a sweet spirit. He's got a sweet spirit. They hardly talk. They are stubborn people. And they are rebellious people. I'm saying it to you. The day when they talk, you will be shocked. He will talk like this as if he was at none, no Bible studies at all. Yeah. You say, but the person is for some time with us. Look at what he's talking. I cannot believe it. As I said to you, I described snakes move unobservantly. 
Is it so? Snake, you won't see a snake move here. The snake moves by the skirting board. And he, he sees all of us. But we don't see him. He can be in your room, in your house. There he moves and he looks everybody. He also knows once he is detected, you're going to kill him. Second thing that he moves unobserved, number one, a snake moves alone. You don't see three snakes or two. He moves alone. You are independent. You are independent. You alone ranger. You don't fellowship. You move alone. And why does he move alone, number three? He can defend himself. The snake wants trouble, come. Please, he say, he is mulligate. He can defend himself. Wow. My God. We must kill him. You get harmless snakes also. Bishop Dag is a doctor. They know about venom and all of that. He says some snakes are harmless. They don't carry much venom. But because it's a snake, you must kill him. <laughs> Amen. He described one day was, I think, by Bishop Sake, who is second in command in all the churches. And outside there was a plant, a pot. But they didn't know there's a snake underneath the, 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 the pot. And then they discovered there's a snake there. They all came out. Somebody said it's a harmless snake, but they all say he must be killed. And they killed him. Praise the Lord. Amen. The second stage, are you there? Is the stage of taking offense. Amen. People that are offended easily slide. Offense and unforgiveness. Let me rush and show you Matthew 24, verse 10. King James Version, please. And you'll excuse me if I move quick. And then shall many be offended. This is, this is Jesus' prophecy in the last days. This is in the last days. Many shall be offended. And do you see these three things? And shall betray one another. And shall hate one another. It starts with, you got hurt somewhere. Listen, and you get people, uh, they are so oversensitive. If, even in the kitchen. And people work there. Amen. You must know, this is God's kitchen, it's not your kitchen. <laughs> yeah, but maybe, maybe do not so. No, when my wife says, no, we don't want it so, that's a offense. Do you hear me? Amen. Wow. My God. Therefore, they will tell you when you get married, let every, when you stay together, it's very important. Okay. But you get offended, then you betray, and then you hate. My God. May God help you. And it starts with getting hurt. Matthew chapter 18, please. Matthew 18. Please help me with um, some scripture. 
Amen. I think 18. Now I need my Bible. King James, please. The New American Standards will speak of stumbling. Let's read from verse 4. Whoever therefore shall humble himself is this little child. You know, a child, if you want to enter the kingdom, you must become like a child. To, to, to be like a child means children forgive easily. Do you? Children, for, when you come into the church, please put your phone on silent or off. Amen. First thing when you come into the church. Amen. Unless you're a doctor. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Or you expect the Lord to call you. <laughs> I hope he don't call you home. <laughs> what a song. Children easily forgive. Is it so? If you want to get into, be a great person in the kingdom. There are so many that speaks of kingdom today. But to enter the kingdom, you must become like a child. It means you must be teachable, quick to forgive, pliable. Lord can form you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Whoever shall humble himself like this little side, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Let's read further. And whoever shall receive one such little one in my name receives me. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a milestone were hung about his neck and that he were drowned in the depth of the sea. In other words, we'll read further now. Don't worry when people offend you. The Lord says, I will protect you. Amen. Don't worry about, forgive the person that offends you. You are my little one. I will take care of you. Woe unto the world because of offenses. For it must needs be that offenses come. You know what does that mean? Offenses is inevitable. Amen. You can never go into a church or, or uh, go through life without people offending you. It's offenses every day and any time. Amen. As Derek Prince also said, if you look for a perfect church, then after you join that church, the church won't be perfect anymore. Amen. There's no such thing as a perfect church. Amen. Then it says, but woe to that man by whom the offense cometh. The Lord will judge those. Hebrews chapter 12, please. About unforgiveness. Hallelujah. Verse 14. Pursue peace with all. Run after your peace. Make peace with people. And the sanctification without which no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one comes short of the grace of God. In other words, you stop the grace of God working in you if you have a root of bitterness. The root speaks of when you don't deal quickly with offense. You move into unforgiveness. And if you, if you nurse the unforgiveness, now it gets a root. 
It goes deeper into your soul. And now it starts to defile everyone else that meets you. Hey, I come in your circle. You've got something against Brendan. I say, don't Brendan. His top looks nice that he has on this morning. But let me, now you say, but let me just tell you something about him. Now you defile me. But it's because last month something happened and he offended you. And you could not forgive him. Amen. Here's the word of God. See that no root of bitterness spring up, cause the trouble and by it many be defiled. Amen. So stop the states of offense. Otherwise you're on your way to this. In fact, you know what? The offender Judas, if you study the Bible, you will see it was money. And it was the position of Jesus. This third stage, please. Passivity. Passivity. You become passive. Amen. Once you've taken offense, now you become passive. In other words, don't involve me in anything. You know you're sulking? Say, oh, you don't talk anymore. No. I don't want to say anything about anybody anymore. That's your stage that you are. You're passive. Will brother come and help us here? No, don't worry with me. I'm, I'm okay. You become passive. My God. After being offended, one thing or the other people become passive. When a person is passive in this stage, he does not involve himself. He sits and watches unconcerned and uninvolved. Wow. They are potential deserters of the ship. My God. And then the next stage. You don't stay long passive. You become critical. The fourth stage, you become critical. Ah, now you begin to see a lot of faults. Okay, a disloyal person is not passive forever. He progresses to become critical. This is the stage of you magnifying faults. My God. Amen. You become critical. Do you follow? The fifth stage. You not only become critical, you become now political. Political means I'm busy gathering people now around me. Amen. You want people to think the way you think. My God. My God. He tried to get others on his side. My God. It's like things like this that you say. He preached too long. Why does he sip water while he's preaching? He walks up and down when he preaches. Do you hear me? And you, you start gathering. To political means you become an opposition now. You build up a team around you. The six states. 
is deception. Deception is you think of yourself higher than you ought to think. You are deceived. You even can, you, listen, I had people that dream they were leading praise and worship for Bishop Dag before thousands. <laughs> and, come, and come and tell me the dream. It, it is meant to tell me, Pastor, what things I found me, what, what's it here? Amen. Deception. Amen. You will even false visions and false dreams. My God. And then the seventh stage is rebellion. Open rebellion. You won't stay deceived. Open rebellion means now, now you're going to stand up. Because you've got a following. And now you're standing up against authority. You expose who you really are. My God. Do you see that? The last stage is execution. Execution is, it's the end of you. Amen. It's the end of you spiritually and being in this church. There you go. There you go. And even before you go, we might, I might decide, I want you to go. Amen. And we are not scared to tell you, please don't come back. Again. Amen. It will come as a shock to you. Before you resign, I'll, 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 you know, even <laughs> in the workplace, it's better that you resign than that they fire you. <laughs> Is it so? You, you may get a better job. And listen, there are people that I have fired. Send them a letter with six points. You are not giving tithes. Uh, you are rude towards the believers and all of that. And it's not three months after that, then at the other church, they are in the leadership. <laughs> Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Because what you receive here is of such a quality that others will be surprised when you speak but you won't say you got the bread here amen you, you got the bread here is it Psalm 41 that Jesus said of Judas and we'll have now our break Psalm 41 is it verse 5 or so I don't know when hallelujah Yes, verse 9. Even my close friend whom I trusted, who ate my bread, has lifted up his heel against me. To lift up your heel means you think you're taller than the pastor. You look down now upon him. But you ate my bread. And you're going to preach what I have taught you. And when you preach what I taught you, people think you are wonderful. Amen. Jesus said, Judas ate my bread, and he lifted up his heel against me. I'm closing with Acts chapter, chapter 28, Acts 28. 
the snake. Wow. Wow. Are you there? Look here. I'm speaking now. When they had brought safely to uh, the island Malta, uh, Paul went to go get some sticks to feed the fire. Verse 3. But when Paul gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, a viper came out because of the heat and fastened itself on Paul's hand. Listen, this is the hand that feeds the fire here. Amen. This is the hand that feeds you. This is the hand that lay hands on you. This is the hand that bless you. Praise God. Don't you, when the heat is on, the snake comes out. And even those in the past thought, we're going to die. You think when you leave the church, it's going to die. It will be shock. With the sake of the snake. It's your end. And the Lord carry us further. And higher. And stronger. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Can we stand please? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's pray for so two, three minutes in tongues, and then we're going to have a nice break. We trust to be back here by one o'clock. Hallelujah. Soramari tarabu bugusukutu rabari tarabu bolu taraba. Please pray just for two, three minutes. And as we pray, please keep, keep the music down. No, no music. And as we pray, check if there's any stages of this in your heart. You need to repent now. You need to repent now. You need to address the demons and the venom now. Please speak in your own language for a while and say, you spirit of independence, you critical spirit, you spirit of passivity, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. You tail of the snake, having fellowship with people that left our church, we kill you now. Salamarita raboborata rababarata, masamamarita raboboroto, sorabarita raboborata raboroto, kosoroboroto roboroboroborobunda, mesalabarita rabobo, ekasakatita raboborata, melamasita ramoroto roboroboto, koroboroto roboroboroboroboroboroboto. Kisha baba bara boborata raboboroto, kisha baba rita raboboroto roboroboto, 
Keep on praying. I rebuke all spirits of disloyalty. I command all snakes to leave the hearts of God's people. I rebuke the spirits of evil. The devil's the spirit of Judas. I command you to leave in the name of Jesus. We are building a mega church. We are building an established church. We are building a family church, a home away from home. We are building, oh God, clear, clean waters where there's no poison in the waters. Oh, we clear the air that the Holy Spirit is not grieved. We want the Holy Spirit to be at home in our church. Oh, we don't want want to grieve the Spirit with things that's in our hearts, that things that's in our minds. We want to spread love. We want to express joy. We want to have peace in the house, the Salom of God. Shoramaritaramorobutoramoroboto is all the snakes, are all of them out? Are all the stages of this loyalty broken? There's no Judas among us. We have peace, we have joy, we have love. We have no snake eyes watching us, observing us. We rebuke all snakes in the name of the Lord. All vipers, all dragons. You are destroyed, the tail of the snake is gone. 
Raborobota. This is the house of the Lord. This is the family of God. This is the home of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit with the gifts of Him can flow and move freely. There is no hindrance. There is no obstacle. Oh, prepare the way of the Lord. We are preparing the way of the Lord. No high place, no low place, no crooked place. And all flesh shall see the glory of the Lord as the Spirit of God moves among us. Borobondo, Ekatatalama, Masamama, Mosoroboroboroborobo, Mosoroboroboroborobota. We bless you, Lord Jesus. We praise you, Son of the Living God. This is your church, Lord Jesus. You are the head of this church. You are the owner of this church. Lord, this is holy. This is holy ground. We remove the shoes from our feet because this is holy ground. Send the fire. Send the fire. Send the fire. We want the fire of God. We want the rain of God. We want the oil of the living God. We want the electrical power of God. Hallelujah. Be seated for a minute. When we come back, I'll give you teaching on when loyalty is tested. Amen. When loyalty, and then quickly run through these books, say something about each one of them, and then close by speaking of the heart that God wants in all of you. Enjoy the half an hour. God bless you.